Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20 Quartermist. That's right. Redcon1.com. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, David Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the DTOM studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. Your host, Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? It is October 5th, 2022. <sighs> another day, another day. It is Wednesday, for that matter. God, this year has flown by, right? October 5th. All right, so, um, got a little show for you today. I'm not going to get too long winded, <laughs> said no one ever. Two hours later. No. Um, I don't foresee it being a very long show. Um, it's not really a whole lot going on, I'll be honest with you. It's kind of the same old shit. That's really why I'm trying to get these um, shows together for the series. So when I'm on vacation, and uh, hopefully I'll still be able to talk because I have to have a little throat situation done um, next week. So I'm going to get all that stuff recorded. Like I said, it's going to be probably... We're looking at at least two shows, more than likely three. I might stretch it to four. We'll have to see. I don't want to give you four short shows, so if I can do three one-hour shows, then that's what it'll be. Um, <clears throat> so I encourage you guys to please subscribe to the show. Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please subscribe so you get notifications on the show. I'm going to have them scheduled still for the uh, Sunday um, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday next week. And um, so I'll be here this week on Friday with uh, current events. We'll have to see what transpires over the next couple of days. And, um, you know, I wonder job job numbers might even be out by Friday. So we'll have to see. We'll go from there. Um, anyways, on today's show, we're going to talk about stuff. Um, all right, so let's just jump right into it. I have a question. This is something that's really been bothering the crap out of me today. So, I get on Twitter, and I don't know how many of you guys peruse the Twitter machine. And I really shouldn't, but the reason I do it is I like to see what's trending, what are people talking about, uh, what can what can I find, as far as whatever these folks are talking about, what can I find out the truth, or what can I find about, you know, whatever the subject matter is. So, um, 
these all kind of lump in together. And, and I had to ask myself a question. And, and I've asked this question multiple times to myself and to other people. I don't know if we've posed it on the show necessarily. But when will fact checkers start checking facts? Okay, so I'll post stuff on Facebook or Instagram on the show's page, Don't Tread on America, on Instagram and or Facebook. And I'll just post whatever, whether it's a meme, a comment, whatever. And it doesn't happen as much anymore. This was a lot of it was during COVID. Um, but the things that we would that we would post or say or do or whatever, you would get a fact check. And it was usually wasn't even a fact check. Like I could say something that is my opinion. In my opinion, you know, A, B, C, D, whatever that, whatever that opinion is. And a fact checker would fact check. And it'd just be a random person. It's not like it's, you know, the official fact check checking operation of Facebook. It's just random people that fact check you. And it would be stupid shit. Like you would comment on, oh, you know, gas is at, you know, $5 a gallon. This is bullshit. And you get a fact check. Uh, actually, it's four ninety nine, Right? Okay, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, you guys understand what I'm talking about. I even posted a thing. I think it was a uh, 4th of July, and it might have been last year, 4th of July. Uh, and and I, it might not have been 4th of July, but nonetheless, whenever I posted it, and it was a picture of the of the Declaration of Independence. And it was, um, I found, I don't remember word for word what it said, but something something to the effect of, Oh, I've found this old document, or I found this document. It's kind of old, though, but blah, blah, blah. And then they fact-checked me on it. And the fact-check, so I click on the fact-check. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I mean, how are you going to fact-check what I said about the declaration? <laughs> you know, I'm sure I had something to do with Second Amendment or whatever. But um, you're going to fact. And then I read the fact-check. It had nothing to do with the subject matter. It, it was, uh, I think the fact-check was something like... Uh, Joe Biden never trafficked minors across, you know, the Mexican border. Who in the fuck said anything about trafficking kids? I didn't even post anything about that or kind of like that. Didn't even allude to the point of that. And I was like, that's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, an admission of guilt there. You're like, you're, you're speaking out of turn or something. Uh, but anyway, my point being is, whenever we you know, the people on the right, libertarians, whatever you want to call us, constitutional Americans, post something, especially when it's it's unpopular. With I should say unpopular to the left. You get fact-checked. But when they post something, it doesn't get fact-checked. So, and the reason I'm, reason I'm bringing this up is this. So there was a meme. And usually you take memes for a... Uh, you know, with it, with a grain of salt, right? So, um, it just kills me because this was done by a cap action, whoever that is, whatever that is, whatever. Democrats deliver. So it's got Democrats deliver. And then in the picture, it's got Biden. It's got a bunch of different things that he's delivered on, right? Okay. So capping insulin at $35 a month for Medicare recipients, I believe I believe, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Trump had signed an executive order when he was in office capping insulin at a lower price. And because it was a Trump executive order, 
Biden rescinded all of Trump's executive orders. Number one, biggest climate investment in U.S. history. What is it? What did he invest in? It was the big Build Back Better bullshit, whatever. Okay. How is that helping America? Lowering health care cost. I haven't seen that happen. Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. Where? You haven't created any jobs. Oh, but nine and a half million people are back to work. Or no, 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 I'm sorry. Nine and a half million new jobs. No. Those aren't nine and a half million new jobs. Almost 11 million people lost their jobs because of COVID and these states locking everything down. You're still a million and a half short of that number. You haven't created anything. You're at about, in, what's that, 85 percentile of completion of the people that had jobs. So you haven't created anything. They aren't new jobs. They are people going back to work. I should be a fact checker. Ending America's longest war. Well, that was a clusterfuck. Let's talk about Afghanistan, right? (laughs) A 50-year low unemployment rate. Another bullshit claim. Okay, I'll say this about that. 50-year low unemployment rate. True. But it's taken out of context. It's not a true statement because prior to COVID, unemployment was lower than this. It's what they're trying to say is from where it was in what June or July or whatever of 20 compared to now, the difference is the lowest. Okay. So another lie NATO expansion into Sweden and Finland has nothing to do with Biden and is actually probably going to cause a world war. Confirm the first black woman Supreme court justice. That's not breaking news. He said one of the things that he campaigned on was that if he was given the opportunity, there would be a black female uh, Supreme Court justice nominated. Okay, so he delivered on that promise. I'll give him that, but it's out of happenstance. You just happen to get, I don't want to say, I don't want to use the words lucky, but I guess you were fortunate, or I don't even know if I want to use that. You just happened to be in a situation where you had a, sitting Supreme Court justice pass away. Therefore, it enabled you to be able to do that. I also disagree with that. I mean, I have no problem with a black, a black, a female, a Hispanic. I don't care what color, what gender they are, as long as they're qualified to do the job. If I was Kantanje, whatever her name is, Brown, I would feel some sort of way, like, yeah, okay, I've been appointed to this position for life. Good for me. But you only really got the job because your skin color and you're female. That's the only reason you were even considered. I mean, granted, I shouldn't I shouldn't demigrate her like that. Obviously, she was qualified in the sense that she was a judge, and she put in the time. She put in the schooling. She did the things that I, could, I couldn't be nominated, right? So I'll give her that, but... If it wasn't you, it was going to be another black chick. So, racism run amok, but we don't see it like that. Expanded gun safety laws. What? Did I miss something? What? Oh, yeah, the uh, universal background checks? Okay. I believe since that bill's been signed, 
there's still been hundreds of murders throughout the country because those gun safety laws have no effect on criminals that are purchasing guns illegally. All that did was cause people like us a little bit more heartache when it comes to buying a pistol or a gun or whatever. Uh, lowering drug prices, you can't use it twice, you've already said it once. Lowering, <laughs> lowering the national deficit. Now, I have to call bullshit on this one. Because the way these guys are spending money, and the way our GDP is losing money, we're in a recession, where is the national deficit being lowered? Uh, forcing rich tax cheats to cor- and corporations to pay their fair share. Okay, still hasn't. Well, that was part of the Build Back Better. You can't, you can't, you can't pass one bill and then count it like five times. <laughs> Taking out Al Qaeda's top leader again because I think he's already been killed like twice. So my point being is this: here's here's a post. Here's here's this uh, meme. It was just done today, and. No, no fact checks on it. Now, I guarantee you, if that was Trump and someone made a montage of things he's done, whatever those things are, you would get, well, it's not true. He actually passed it. Oh, it's not the lowest uh, um, unemployment rate in 50 years. It's the lowest unemployment rate in 47 and a half years or something, you know, some bullshit like that. So I think the thing that really pisses me off and I guess the reason I'm pissed off is is stupid. I'll be honest with you, because I think ultimately, and this will this will make sense here in a second, is because the the only people that are fact checking other people are liberal snowflake crapheads, because they're the ones that are constantly on social media, and it means more to them than it does to us. You get on Twitter, you get on Facebook, and probably not Facebook as much as Twitter because Facebook is kind of is pretty much controlled by who your friends are. So if your friends are like-minded, most of the stuff you see on Facebook is going to be a like-minded situation. Whereas Twitter, you might have followers and you might follow certain people, so obviously you're going to see that stuff. But you'll see anything. or if you and, and really, the things I see is when I go to what's trending. That's that's more where I'm talking about. Not so much what I see in my timeline, but what's trending. Um, and so earlier this morning, this broke. You had uh, <laughs> this story break earlier. Um, DeSantis holds 11-point lead over Crist uh, in Florida. Now, this broke this morning at 5 o'clock. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis... Um, guys, you guys got to get it right. It's Florida... Uh, the great state of Florida Governor Ronnie Double D DeSantis, that's how you say it, is leading Democrat slash former Republican, had to become a Democrat because he couldn't win any other way, Charlie Crist. I guess that's a little too cumbersome. What do you think, Mike? Too too wordy when you're writing an article? Yeah, Mike, yeah, okay. Well, th- this is the way I'm going to read it. Okay. By 11 points in a race for the governor's mansion, in the Sunshine State, no, guys, it's the free state of Florida. Get it right. According to a poll released on Wednesday, 
Well, Mason-Dixon Florida poll found that 52% of likely voters supported DeSantis compared to 41% who backed Chris, the former governor and U.S. representative. Let's, let's, let's rewrite this. Mike, I mean, you got that? Okay, so we're going to rewrite this. 41% who backed Chris, a former Republican governor of Florida, who changed to Democrat so he could be a U.S. representative out of Clearwater. That's how it should. Can we can we fact check that? Can so Mike write this down. Um, we're gonna do a fact check on this article, The Hill. Um, put that. You got it. Okay, cool. So we're gonna fact check that because that's not right. He's not just former governor. He's former Republican governor of the state of Florida, who, after losing to Rick Scott, decided to change parties to Democrat to run for Congress in Clearwater. So you got it. Okay, he's got it. We're going to do that. Okay, cool. Uh, DeSantis also had stronger support from his own partner with 92% of Republicans saying they would back the incumbent governor. Fewer Democrats, 84%, said they would uh, support Christ. Oh, Mike. Um, so they did here. Who was a Republican, Republican when he served as governor? They do have it in the article, so we'll go ahead and scratch that. DeSantis leads Christ in every area of the state except for southeast Florida, which the pollsters noted is traditionally Democrat. DeSantis also led Christ among independents as well as men, white voters, and voters over the age of 50. <laughs> See, and that's an interesting stat. So DeSantis, oh, I'm sorry, DeSantis also led Christ. Okay, that makes sense. I was going to say, wait. Um... Keep reading. DeSantis' approval rate sits at 55%. However, the poll noted that this will be tested in response to Hurricane Ian, which devastated the state last week. The death toll of the storm, which made landfall, uh, now surpasses 100 as the search continues. DeSantis. Now, one, I'm not going to keep reading this. Obviously, I'll get to my point about this story here in a second. I want to read something, or I want to tell you something about what I just read. So, and I'm not besmirching any deaths, okay? What happened was a tragedy. It was Mother Nature. Depending on what you read, who you read, what you hear, who you hear, it's, it's Mother Nature. Shit happens. Storms happen. Earthquakes happen. Tornadoes happen. Hurricanes happen, Okay? Uh, other people say climate change, uh, you know, green, blah, 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 and we need to stop this and we need to stop that. If it wasn't for this, we wouldn't have hurricanes. Newsflash, they've had hurricanes forever. <laughs> they, hurricanes aren't new. It's not like all of a sudden because man drives car, or I'm sorry, man drives gasoline-powered car, there's hurricanes. That's not true. As long as history has been recorded in the great state of Florida and Texas and Louisiana and these states that get hit by hurricanes. As long as there has been written, written documentation of this country, there has been hurricanes. Look it up. It's not like hurricanes started in the 50s. Okay? This has nothing to do with climate change, greenhouse this and cow farts that and... It has nothing to do with that, guys. The fact that we don't believe in that bullshit doesn't make hurricanes happen. Okay? 
the fact that a hundred or so people so far have passed away from this situation is actually, how can I phrase this? I don't want to say it's actually good. It's not good. One death is too many. What I'm trying to say is the population where this thing hit, and this isn't a hundred people or so, whatever the number is out right now in that area, this through the state. So this thing crossed the state, obviously, the majority of the devastation was in the Fort Myers, Sanibel, that area. But surely you had deaths in other parts of the state from this situation. Nonetheless, Florida is what, the third most populated state in the country. Okay? And it's a relatively small state, considering. Considering the amount of people that live in this state, especially in particular areas, it's a relatively small state. You know, the population basically goes like this. California, number one. I don't know the exact numbers. We didn't think to look it up. This is just something I'm spitballing because, you know, that's what I do. California, huge state. Obviously, they should have a high population. Texas, another huge state, should have a high population. Well, you could say Alaska is the hugest state. They have a shitty, small, but, you know, it's cold as balls up there. Who wants to live in Alaska? I, I would live in Alaska, but that's beside the point. Florida is, compared to those two states, is relatively small. New York, I think, is the fourth most populated state. And the reason they're even on the list is because of New York City. Realistically, it has nothing to do with the state of New York. It's the city. But nonetheless, my point being is... The population in this particular area where the hurricane hit, to lose 100 people, like I said, one is too many. But to lose 100 people isn't, I really, <laughs> I feel bad saying it like this, but I'm really not trying to be a dick or be mean about it, but it's not that bad of a number. The number could have been worse is what I'm trying to get to. 100 people or so, whatever that number ends up being, um, and I would be willing to venture a guess that it won't be a whole lot higher and the reason I say that is because usually when you're reading articles about certain situations whether it's a hurricane or whatever it's usually uh, thus far there's been a hundred dead but there's still you know a thousand missing or whatever that number would be and then you could conclude from okay if there's still a thousand missing there's probably going to be another couple hundred dead that's not included in the story so I'm not saying there's not anybody unaccounted for. But my point being is there's a hundred or so people missing or dead in this general area that's relatively populated. Even though the um, evacuation orders were only 36 hours out, a lot of people heeded the warning. And like I said on the show the other day, I'd be willing to bet the majority of those people that did pass away were people that were unable to vac to uh, evacuate, not because they didn't know or they didn't uh, they probably didn't have the means or felt like they needed to stay home and protect their house or whatever the case may be. You can't you you don't know anything unless you put yourself in those people's shoes. I live in the center of the state. We got hit pretty good. It was still Category 3 when it got up this way. 
Granted, nothing like, nothing at all like what happened down there. But um, there's there's nothing you can do, and you can run, you can you can evacuate, but the way hurricanes work, you know there was people that were in Tampa in the Tampa Bay area that were told to evacuate. So the storm hit Wednesday. I want to say Sunday they started evacuation, mandatory evacuations. They have you know uh, zones A, B, C. They started mandatory evacuations of A, I think it was Sunday. A lot of those people went south. Okay? Well, Tampa to Fort Myers is only, I think it's like 100, it might, maybe 100 miles, give or take. A lot of people went south. They went south down to Sarasota, down to Fort Myers area because the, nor- the storm was heading northeast. Okay? So, how many, and that'd be something interesting to find out. I don't know if that's even possible. Mike, if you write this down, what I'm about to say. Um, yeah, I'm Mike, Engineer Mike's in the house today. Um, got out of school. We're, we're doing the show. and I, he's, he's my note taker, right, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'd be curious to know the deaths. How many of those people evacuated from another area of Florida? to this area that I mean just out of care I mean if even if it's one or two people I'm not saying that's a good thing I'm just my point being is this if you've never lived in Florida if you've never lived in a state that's had to deal with hurricanes there's no perfect science until it's about to hit you really don't know until it's and when I say when it's about to hit that's the eye this storm was huge it didn't make landfall until Wednesday we were getting beat up on Monday and Tuesday, at least down there. So, I don't think that this storm is going to hurt him a lot. What you're going to see is, as soon as this story started trending on Twitter this morning, there was a barrage of um, <laughs> the, the Twitter bashing of Ronnie Double D DeSantis started shortly after this. I mean, I was like, okay, cool, what's this? This is trending. Uh, DeSantis, uh, it was actually Chris that was trending. Chris down by 11, I think is how the trend was. So I started reading, and I was like, oh, shit, okay, cool. And then that was early this morning. Then later on today, everything else started trending about remove Ron and uh, DeSantis destroying Florida, whatever. So um, <laughs> the Twitter bashing had started, Shortly after that story is like it's almost like the sometimes you can't help but good things trend on Twitter, but it won't it don't last long before the uh, the uh, vaccinated Ukraine flag waving liberal douchebags on Twitter um, start. Oh, oh, this is bullshit. People are dying. He didn't do this, and he's wearing white boots, and this is crap. I have a thing for you guys. Your rants and your hashtags and your bullshit on Twitter has no effect on voters. The only person you're affecting is yourself. I saw there was a, a string of tweets by this per- I, I don't even remember the name. I was like, who in the fuck is it? Like, who honestly lives in this state, that's lived in this state for the last couple of years, dealing with COVID and all the bullshit we had to go through as a country? Who lives in this state that was upset about the way 
he handled COVID. I can't imagine that number's high. I really can't. I, I, I'm sure there's people that thought it was bullshit and the state should have been locked out. I'm sure there were people like that. But you had a choice. You could have stayed your fucking ass at home, wore your triple mask and uh, cork up your asshole and stayed home. You had the every right to do that. Just as much as I had every right to not wear the masks, wear the cork up the ass and stay home. I was able to live my life because of this man. He gave us that freedom. If you choose to be oppressed and lock yourself down, cool, that's your problem. But this person was just bashing the shit out of him. And I was just like, what the fuck? Who is this person? And so, okay, who, who is this person? So I click on the on the profile. I don't know if it's a male or female, whatever. Uh, just moved from New York. New York born and raised. Uh, Florida tanned or whatever it said. Take your fucking ass back to New York. We don't need your bullshit. You want to be in Florida. Why do you want to be here? If it's so horrible, why do you want to be? Oh, because it's so nice. The weather's so nice. Cool. Uh, we can thank Ronnie Double D DeSantis for that. Well, he has nothing to do with the weather. Oh, he doesn't? Okay, so cool. And he has nothing to do with this fucking hurricane that happened. That's my point about fact checkers. If I got on there and made an argument with this person, why do you live in this state? Go back to fucking New York. Well, I love it here because the weather's so nice and New York's so cold. Well, you can thank Ron for the weather. He doesn't have any control of the weather. Cool, so he had no control over the hurricane. See ya. They don't see it like that. It's one way with these people. Okay? If you love Florida because of the weather, you move down here for some reason, I guarantee you love that freedom too. Guarantee you did. Because I guarantee you didn't stay your ass at home and do your part and stay masked up. You might have gotten triple, quadruple vaccinated. Cool, you might have the Ukrainian flag flying in your profile. Cool, you do you. But you cannot deny what this man has done for this state as governor. <laughs> and I pray to God that he wins again this year. All right. So on to a bigger fish. More like a flounder. He's more like a flounder. Wouldn't you say? Flounder? You know, flounder, flounders at the bottom. Flounder. Uh, on to what our fearless leader believes is a constitutional right. So this was um, Creepy Joe. Creepy Joe Biden at the quote-unquote reproductive rights conference uh, yesterday. Now, <clears throat> officials at the University of Idaho said it should stop providing contraception, as was mentioned by the vice president. In fact, they told the university staff that they could get in trouble just for talking or telling students about birth, where they get birth control. Folks, uh, what century are we in? I mean, how, what are we doing? I respect everyone's view on this, personal decisions they make, but my Lord, we're talking about contraception here. It shouldn't be that controversial. And, but that's, this is what it looks like when you start to take away the right of privacy. I've asked Education Secretary Cardone. Okay, who cares about the Education Secretary? How's, what, is it, what, is, <laughs> what does the Education Secretary have to do with Reproductive Rights Conference? Right? I'm curious. Uh, Let's see what he has to say. Look at in the steps that we can take to protect college students 
and school employees in Idaho or other states where the access to contraception is at risk. Okay. So you notice he kept on saying contraceptive, contraceptive this. And if you talk about, if you're a teacher or whatever, you talk about contraceptive, you're going to get in trouble. That's what the law in Idaho says, according to what he was saying. Okay. So this is from, uh, I think it's a station down in Miami, it says. Anyway, this is on MSNBC. This is what they kind of broke it down, and it's kind of funny because this is MSNBC. So this Carolyn, is good morning. breaking it down what, a little bit. What's the Biden administration been able to do so far when it comes to protecting abortion rights, certainly on a federal level? Okay, before she answers, there's no such thing as abortion rights. It's not in the Constitution. The short answer is not much. Yesterday, the conversation was really about reinforcing existing legal protections. The, the Biden administration was particularly responding to some news out of the University of Idaho, which issued guidance saying that any employee could be charged with a felony for even, even discussing abortion with their students. So, so now, according to Joe... He said, Interception, as was mentioned by the vice president. In fact, they told university staff that they could get in trouble just for talking or telling students about birth, where they get birth control. So is it birth control or is it abortion? What's it, which one is it? Oh, they were responding to that, reiterating existing Title IX protections. But the tenor of the conversation was really they can't do a lot, and a lot is going to hinge on the midterms and the kinds of majorities that the Democrats you know, can, can get. So, there you go. They held this reproductive, quote-unquote, reproductive rights conference, okay, and spoke about contraception, women's privacy, which I'm fine with women's privacy, and I'm also fine with schools, especially colleges, talking to students about contraception. Contras I'm gonna I'm gonna do a Joe Biden. Contraception. I'm fine with that discussion. Now, should you be in your English professor's class and he or she talking about contraception? No, it has nothing to do with the class. If you're in biology, fine. If you're in history, no. Math, no. Uh, well, science, fine. You know, certain sciences. Uh, your uh, your uh, art history, no. Human anatomy, yes. Go to your guidance counselor, fine. These are college students. More than likely, they're adults. I have no issues with these schools talking about contraception to students that want to know about that and where they can get some. And here's another thing. If these are college students, they don't know where to get some fucking condoms or birth control pill, then they're, God help us, because they're too fucking stupid to even reproduce. They should just be sterilized. Oh. <laughs> but um, they put on this conference and they did all this stuff for reproductive rights. Okay, so reproduction. Reproduction. We have a conference about reproductive rights. Okay? 
And during this conference, we talk about contraception and privacy and abortion. Actually, I don't know if they actually raised the, the point of abortion. That was the other people that we, we knew where they were going with this. So I think in, in Democrats' minds, in Joe Biden and these fuckfaces in Washington's, in their minds, contraception is abortion, or abortion is a contraceptive. Okay? So I'm going to read a few things here. Okay, reproduction. For those of you that don't know, reproduction is the biological process in which new Individual organisms, quote-unquote offspring, are produced from their parent or parents. Reproduction is a fundamental feature of all known life. Reproduction is reproducing a human, or in this case, a human life. Or reproducing any life, whether it's a dog, a cat, whatever. Okay? So... That's reproduction. So to reproduce something, and you're talking about reproduction rights, where does the contraception and the and or the abortions come into play with reproduction? So reproduction rights are legal rights and freedoms relating to the reproduction and reproductive health that vary amongst countries around the world. And I'm going to use this as from the WHO, since we love to talk about the World Health Organization when it comes to everything else that has to do with our fucking bodies. We're going to use their definition. They define reproductive rights as rest, uh, reproductive rights rest on the recognition of the basic right of all couples and individuals to decide freely and responsibly the number, spacing, and timing of their children and to have the information and means to do so and the right to attain the highest standard of sexual and reproductive health. Nowhere in reproductive rights based on what the WHO, the World Health Organization, is saying has anything to do with contraception and or abortion. Contraception the intentional prevention of conception or impregnation, especially when accomplished by the use of contraceptive medicines or devices or um, a form of birth control. Let me reread that. Prevention of contraception. Once, I, I'm going to give you a little bi biology lesson here. Once the, the man stuff... Uh, ascends into the woman's situation. I'm not going to get too graphic. And the egg descends down the fallopian tube and the f egg gets fertilized by the man stuff. Boom, you have a baby. That is huh, your reproduction. Okay? To contracept that situation, a man, we're all adults here. We're all adults. I'm going to say it. A man puts what? He puts a condom on his Johnson. Right? And it holds the jizz from getting to where it needs to go. Okay? And or the woman is on birth control or these different devices. I don't know all that. I know there's different situations. Now, I will also say this. 
none of that is 100%. The best thing that you can use a condom for is to not get any kind of sexually transmitted disease. But I would assume that, and, and, and I'm speaking out of experience. I've had sex a couple of times. You know, I've got two kids, right? Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought there. I just said that. Um, when you're with a woman, and and guys, hear me out, and women too, you've been in a situation where things are getting heated, right? And the girl says to you, oh, I'm on the pill. You don't need a condom, right? We've all been there. We've all I'm sure we've all been there. And I'm not even saying we guys have all been there. There's been girls. I guarantee you, there's women to listen to this. You tell me you're wrong. Tell me I'm wrong that you haven't said to a guy, if you're on birth control, oh, don't worry about him on birth control. Smart thing for a man to do, if a girl, woman, whatever says this to you, you might want to still wear a condom. And the reason I say that is this. She could be a whore, and God only knows what kind of creepy crawlers you're going to get on your dick. Or... That pill's not 100%. Your condom's not 100%, but maybe together it makes it 100%. And anyway, I'm like, this isn't a uh, birth. <laughs> I'm not lecturing you guys on having babies. Have babies, please. My point is this. You have a reproduction rights conference. You bring in the secretary of education for whatever fucking reason he needs to be there. You're demigrating the uh, University of Idaho for telling professors that if they talk about, in Biden's words, contraception, they're going to get in trouble. When in actuality, where are the fact checkers? Fact checkers, where are you at? In actuality, they were going to get in trouble if they talked about abortion. There is a difference. Contraception is different from abortion. What's abortion? Abortion is when you are pregnant. However many days, weeks, months you're pregnant and you abort the fetus. Abort means end. You're done. Okay? That's not contraception. Contraception is prior to, not after the fact. So what they did, the Democrats, and what Creepy Joe and Sleepy Ho and the whatever the dude from the Department of Education, whatever in the fuck he has to do with this. Their whole point of calling it a reproductive rights is to try and make it sound like these universities, these red states, these governors, you know, whoever. Like we're not allowing people to reproduce. It's really, it's a trick on words. It's like they're not even allowing you guys to reproduce. It's, it's a reproductive rights. But during the whole conference, all you talked about was contraception which would be the opposite of reproduction. <laughs> you should have called it a contraception right or privacy rights or women's rights or some whatever. I don't know. Whatever in the fuck you want to call it. But this is the stuff that really drives me crazy. When there's nothing else to talk about, I can find something that's going to drive me up a fucking wall. <laughs> All right, so I was talking to... Uh, the executive producer of the show, the, the the person that's never here anymore. And uh, we, I was just thinking about people, people in general, people that you could not hear about, now you haven't heard about in probably a solid year. So I'm bringing a new s segment 
to the show. And it's not going to be something that we do, that I do every day or every week. It might be once in a blue moon when a name pops into my head and I'm going to say, man, whatever happened to so-and-so? You know, you could not turn on the news and not hear about these individuals. And then all of a sudden, nothing. So um, this this new segment is going to be called Where in the World, right? So here, I got, I got some music for you. Here we go. Where in the world is... And this one's going to be Andrew Cuomo. So Andrew Cuomo, right? The, the, uh, the love gov, right? Or the death gov, I guess, is the people in the uh, nursing homes. Would say I uh, put them in the nursing homes, right? So, where is what happened to Andrew Cuomo? So, oddly enough, this came out the other day. Andrew Cuomo's stunning, uh, remorseless, remorseless return to public life after a sex scandal. So, this is him. This is a 38 second uh, little clip here. I'm going to play this, and you can hear his creepy-ass words instead of The past of me. few months gave me a new perspective on politics, on people, and even on life. I have seen it all, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've seen both extremes, the worst in politics and opportunism. Mainly from him. But I've also seen the best in government and service. Watching Ron DeSantis. I believe at the end of the day, I will be the better for it. And I want to move forward and focus on what is really important. I have fought the good fight in government and politics all my life. And I grabbed that girl's ass. And I ass. am not done fighting yet. Right. But she had a sweet butt. Anyway. Uh, so here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So after his uh, sex scandal, which is interesting because they're still not talking about the, the what was it, 10,000 or so deaths um, in the nursing homes, right, from COVID. So even after even a career-killing sexual harassment scandal wasn't enough to make him go away for good, ex-governor Andrew Cuomo announced a return to public life Wednesday, saying he wanted to move forward. Little more than a year after the threat of all but certain impeachment forced him to resign in disgrace, in an eight-minute video posted online and sent to reporters by his spokesman Cuomo 64, stared straight into the camera, jawboning about his brief exile. And his plans for the future. Cuomo wearing an open collar dress shirt with his nipples pierced. Said being forced from office allowed him to spend time engaging in something called life. Adding with apparently unintended irony. I had a lot to make up for. But without a shred of remorse or apology to his multiple uh, accusers. Cuomo who has denied any wrongdoing added. I'm not going to read this. That's what he said. What he said. Perspective. Blah, blah, blah. Just days before his younger brother, former CNN host Chris Cuomo, scheduled to start a new job at the low-rated News Nation cable station, Andrew Cuomo is going to be doing a weekly podcast. Well, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Wars there, Andrew Cuomo, you little fucker. You want to come on the show? Let's have a let's have a debate. See, see how see how love gov is. I'm sure he won't. No one knows who this is. Anyway. The former governor claimed that the format of the show is going to be different. Saying he wanted to have a conversation with you. But without making clear how that will work with a pre-recorded format. <laughs> Andrew Cuomo also said he was uh, starting a political action committee 
to elect the right people to office. Um, so he's doing that. Uh, he's, he's doing a pat, and then he's also starting the Gun Safe America project. So I do not believe our federal government has courage or the capacity to make real progress on the gun uh, control issue. Okay, cool. Um, so he's starting. He's starting a podcast. Okay, which crazy, crazy as this is going to sound, is probably going to do well. He'll probably. I mean, he's not going to be number one. He's not going to be the likes of you know uh, Bongino or Ben Shapiro or Don't Tread on America. He's not going to be like that, but he'll do well. He'll get sponsors and he'll do whatever. The interesting thing is the the pack the political action committee so you hear you see especially around these times when you see whoever's running for governor or senator or whatever the case may be and you'll see this uh commercials paid for by the blah 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 pact right um so he's starting a political action committee so what is a political action committee what is a pack in the u.s a pack is a political committee that pools com- campaign contributions from members and donates those funds to can and um, to campaigns for or against candidates, ballot initiatives, or legislation. So he'll start this pack, base it around gun control. He'll use that to get certain people around the country, not necessarily just in New York, elected to whatever positions. But the interesting thing is, going back to Twitter and things that trend on Twitter. Uh, the in Florida. There's a hurricane relief fund. I don't know the exact name of it. I guess uh, it started back in '04. Obviously, when we had those three hurricanes that hit the state, um, and I don't recall off the top of my head who would, who the governor was. It might have been Charlie Crist. It might have been before him. I'm not sure. Um, but nonetheless, the um, they changed it to the Casey DeSantis hurricane fund. So people on Twitter, oh yeah, that's that's real smart. We got the governor and his wife in charge of the hurricane fund. Surely nothing will happen here. So automatically you're assuming that the governor and his wife, who is a cancer survivor currently, she just got done with treatment, um, is going to pillage the hurricane funds. That's what you're saying. You're not even assuming it. You're saying it. Well, I'm going to say this. This creepy fucker, excuse my French, is you honestly believe he's going to use this political action committee for good? He's going to take money from donors because there's going to be people to give a shit ton of money to it because that's what people do. How much of that money? It's going to be like Black Lives Matter. The, the Black Lives Matter committee, whatever they're called, Patrice Colors and the other two ladies that are that run it. Was it they only call it's BLM? It's, it's Build Large Mansions, right? Isn't that the acronym now? <laughs> they raised all this money, millions and millions of dollars, and did nothing with it. What do you think? And and uh, and I'm saying this about him. Obviously, there's a probably a shit ton of PACs across this country, Republican and Democrat. I'm not blaming. This isn't all Andrew Cuomo. There's just as many crooked people on the right. I'm not saying that. But these people start these packs to make money for themselves. The Clinton Foundation. Do you, you really think they're doing any good? Where'd all that money go for Haiti? 
how do you stay an ex-president with your pension of 200 whatever thousand dollars a year and an ex-secretary of state with probably a pension of 100 whatever thousand dollars a year and you're millionaires not like like I'm, I got two million dollars it's like they're millionaires they're richer than rich okay they're the one percent <laughs> that's what these people do they start funds and packs and foundations and they do these things to make money in the meantime no jail time charges drop well there was never any charges allegations I should say dropped no charges no bubbles no troubles he kept his mouth quiet stayed away probably I would assume I'm guessing I'm assuming maybe some of these girls were paid off I don't know but nothing to see here He's going to go on with his life at 64 years old, do his podcast, have his political action committee, do his gun safety situation, and be a millionaire. And that's why life isn't fair. Because you have people like this calling you a crook, a criminal, uh, anti-vaxxer, whatever. And the whole time, they're 20 times worse than you could ever think about being. All right, guys. I actually squeezed an hour out of you. <laughs> All right, uh, before I leave, I forgot to talk about my new sponsor, Christian Lawson Watches, right? Check them out, christianlawson.com. Use promo code DTOM at the checkout for 30% off. And check out uh, your price, uh, purchase price. Um, check them out, guys. I'm telling you, good watches. I got mine last week. Um, I need to post some pictures of it on the Instagram. So if you want to check it out, go to uh, Don't Tread on America on Instagram. And um, please, guys, follow the show. Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please subscribe. If you're listening to this on on uh, Apple, give us a five-star rating. And I think also Spotify does ratings, so if you give us a five-star there. And, uh, and most importantly, probably just as important, if not more so, as subscribing, share this with your friends and then get them to subscribe. Uh, like I said, I've got a, a good lineup of series coming next week. It's going to bridge off of the uh, Kazarian Mafia situation, and I've got more names to add to that. I'm telling you, you want to hear what I have to say. I've got, I almost did it today just because I didn't know what else to talk about. But here we are, an hour in, and I found something to talk about. All right, guys, with that being said, it is October 5th, 2022, Wednesday. You guys have a great day, and I will talk to you again on Friday.